Good day to you fine people of God. I'm Pastor Cole McClendon coming to you from Central Assembly of God, Bethlehem, Pennsylvania. I trust that you will find great value in listening to this message today. My hope is that you're encouraged and strengthened by the word given and that you will return to this site frequently to listen in. Be blessed. Before I get into the word today, and my message, it's titled Bulletproof. Bulletproof. And titles are supposed to draw attention, and this one surely will. But in reading the scriptures this week, two passages led me to the same conclusion. We're not walking in what we have every right to as believers. I'm going to say that again, and then all of you Pentecostals are going to say amen, nice and loud. We're not walking in what we have every right to as believers. I got 20 of you to join me on that one. I'm waiting on the other 80 of you. I've used this humorous illustration from our past a few times, so indulge me if you've been around Central Assembly for a while. You've heard it before, but uh, there's plenty of you that have not. When my oldest child was probably four, no, he was five or six years old, five or six years old. So this would have been right around 1990, 91, somewhere in that zone, my my oldest brother came up to visit us. And uh, he never had children, and so he always worked hard, and he loved when he came up to just bless our kids. And uh, so, this, so again, this is, this is his uh, first nephew. Um, and so he comes up, and he, he tells us, in front of him, we're going we're gonna to go to KB Toy and Hobby, and you can have any one item you want from the store. He told this to my son. Any one item you want in the store. And then he looked at me and Pastor Amy, and he said, you can't influence him. Whatever he wants, he gets. And I'm all excited. So some of, you, some of you may remember that's right when Nintendo had just started their thing. I mean, that was, it had just come out. And I'm thinking, this kid, he, I know he wants one of these dudes. So we go to KB Toy and Hop. We're walking around. I'm, I'm even thinking maybe he'll get him one of them race tracks with the little cars on it. And I can have fun with my son. We'll just all kinds of things—a new bicycle, stuff like that. I'm I'm all excited about what we're gonna have in our house. He comes walking around the corner with a Ninja Turtle figurine. I'm looking at him going, I'm like an airplane, you know, one of those people directing airplanes behind my brother going, trying to get him to find something else. And now he's like, this is what I want. I want. He was really into the Ninja Turtles. And, and, and uh, my brother, he branched out and he said, well, look, you can, one of them, you can get all four of them. So he got all of them. Got all the turtles. I tell you that story to back up what I just said. He could have had anything in the store and he walks out with $20 worth of figurines. My son was perfectly content with his decision. And I wonder how many believers are perfectly content 
with what you have in Christ Jesus and you've never captured what you're capable of. How many people do I have in here that while you enjoy the appetizers and the side dishes, you want to get hold of the main course? You want the main course. I mean, I enjoy a good blooming onion. But that ain't what I came to this restaurant for. Can't help but think that I, the church as a whole is accepting God's side dishes and appetizers when we have access to the main course. I want you to see this passage of scripture that I was talking about, why God opened my eyes to this this week and feel like this is the word I need to bring you. Look at, this is Colossians chapter 2, verses 9 and 10 to begin with. For in Christ lives all the fullness of God in a human body. All right, I want, I'm going to read it again because I, I don't want you to miss this. For in Christ lives all the fullness of God in a human body. Now follow me, verse 10. So you also are complete through your union with Christ who is the head over every ruler and authority. My message is titled Bulletproof and I want you to understand something. We're not impervious to threats or pain, right? Any of you as believers ever have problems? We're not exempt from hardship. In fact, you already have it on the uh, screen now. John 16, says, For in this unbelieving world you will experience trouble and sorrows, but you must be courageous. I don't want to leave you at the troubles and sorrows, the difficulties. Look at what he says. But you must be courageous, for I have conquered the world. I believe there ought to be a difference for believers who follow Jesus. We ought to be able to function differently because of whose we are. I want you to, to, to recognize that we have such a great cloud of witnesses that have gone before us. Think of it for a moment. There's Moses, there's uh, Daniel, there's Elijah, there's Elisha, and let's not leave out the ladies. There's Deborah, there's Esther. Let's not leave out the young people either because there's Josiah. He's one of my favorite Old Testament kings. And then there's David. You realize he made his conquests when he was but a teenager? All of these have gone before us, children of God, walking in the rights, rights that they possessed as children of God. I want you to walk out of this sanctuary today or when you're done watching this online, feeling like you can tackle anything that the world throws at you. I want you to leave today encouraged and strengthened knowing your heavenly Father is omniscient. And just in case you don't know what that word means, it's just a big word that means he knows everything. Knows it all. He knows what you're dealing with. He knows that obstacle that I asked you to think about before I started this message. He knows what stands in your way. He's all-knowing. Because he is omnipresent just means that he's everywhere present. That means that God is walking through you, through your circumstances with you, I'm sorry. I'm not sorry that he's walking with and through it. I just messed up my wording there. He, he is 
with you, walking through it, whatever the struggle, whatever the difficulty. And finally, he's, you know I can't talk about bulletproof without giving you omnipotent. Which is a big word to say he's all-powerful. And that's what makes you bulletproof as a follower of Jesus Christ. Well, let me build, let me put some meat on these bones this morning. Christ is all in all. I'll go back to Colossians again, chapter 2. This is verse 9, just the first part, verse 9. For in Christ lives all the fullness of God in a human body. Do you hear that? For in Christ lives all the fullness of God in a human body. The all of God was in Christ. Remember, he's not like God, he is God. Talking about Jesus now. He's not like God. He is God. Let me put it to you another way. Everything that is God is in Christ. Everything that makes up God is in Christ. Listen to John 5 verse 19. So Jesus said, I speak to you eternal truth. This is not just a, a passing truth. This is not a temporary circumstance. I speak to you eternal truth. The son is unable to do anything from, it, from himself or through his own initiative. I only do the works that I see the Father doing. For the Son does the same works as his Father. What does that mean? Christ is one with the Almighty, with Almighty God. He's one with God. He operates in tandem with Almighty God. He is inseparable. inseparable you cannot divorce the one from the other Jesus is God everything that was in God was in Jesus so he's all in all and because of who Christ is we're made complete in him because of who Christ is we are made complete in him. Paul says, you also are complete through your union with Christ. You also are complete through your union with Christ. So I want you to, to, to note the conjunction here also, referring to the fact that, like Paul, we also are made complete in Christ. Look at your neighbor right now and say, you're the complete package. I heard that. You can say it for yourself. Look at your neighbor now and say, I'm the complete package. I'm the whole package, dude. Follow the understanding then. Just as Paul was able to walk this amazing life out, so can you. Just like Paul, he's the one making this statement when he's writing to a church in Colossae, when he says to them, you're complete in him. But after he had said, all the fullness of the Godhead was in Christ. And you also are connected to that. Amen. 
everything we need to walk out this powerful bulletproof life we currently possess. Look back at your neighbor right now and say, I got it. I got it. What I need, I got it. I got it. You go to a restaurant, you're at Outback. I'm giving them a plug today. Some of y'all are going to end up at Outback Statehouse. You know, you, we, we did it not that long ago. We, actually, it was Texas Roadhouse and whatever they call their onion, fried onion. We ordered it. But, you know, that's after the biscuits and it's after the, you know, that onion. You eat some of that onion and then they bring out your salad and you eat your salad. And the next thing you know, when they bring out that 20-ounce ribeye, I don't know if I can make my way through it. I want the main course. I enjoy those side dishes. I enjoy the appetizer, but I want to sink my teeth into that ribeye. I wish you felt the same way about your relationship with Christ. And you may be good with the fact that you're saved and on the way to heaven. But when you need healing, you need healing. And this is the other passage of Scripture that we're into it on Wednesday night. And I knew at that point where I was headed. So 2 Peter 1 verse 3 puts it this way. Everything we could ever need for life and godliness. <laughs> Man, this scripture, it's just too good. This, is, this scripture, this is just too good. This is too much. It's the passion translation. So I love the way that, that they present it in the passion translation of this verse. Everything we could ever need for life and godliness has already been deposited in us by his divine power for all this was lavished upon us. He didn't give you a dab. He lavished it upon us through the rich experience of knowing him who has called us by name and invited us to come to him through a glorious manifestation of his goodness. That's why we say God is good. Yeah, all the time. And all the time God is good. Let me move to the second main point. His all is at our disposal. His all is at our disposal. All the attributes of Christ as God and man are at our disposal. That rolls off the tongue real easy. But this is where we miss it. It's like looking at a menu and ordering the appetizer and nothing else. That's what we walk in. There's a whole menu there's everything you could want or imagine more than you could possibly eat available back there in that kitchen of God. And I want you to start sending in your order, acting like you can walk in the fullness of Christ. All the fullness of the Godhead, whatever that marvelous term may comprehend, is ours to make us complete. Whatever that marvelous term may comprehend, it's ours to make us complete. He has made his divine power and Godhead subservient to our salvation. I know you don't even like that term, do you? Subservient to our salvation. He chose it. He decided it would be that way. That he would lavish upon us all that we need, everything that we need to have the complete package. Because it's all bound up in Christ and you just took communion. You just took communion recognizing, confessing that I know Jesus for who he really is. 
Now I want you to start walking that out. Here's where the rubber meets the road, church. You got to hear these preachers, this, these words from this preacher today. His omnipotence, his omniscience, his omnipresence. I'll throw in a couple more big words. His immutability, his infallibility, they're all combined for our defense. All of them. Again, I know they're just, there's some big words. Immutability. It just means that God doesn't change. You can shift and flow and your emotions mess you up so you can't think straight. It doesn't work that way with God. When God says something, it is so and it doesn't change. I love a great old preacher from the past, Charles Haddon Spurgeon. He, he says these words to us. He shouts these words across the decades. Arise, believer, and behold the Lord Jesus yoking the whole of his divine Godhead to the chariot of salvation. Maybe you don't understand the word yoke. It's what the people that plowed with cattle it's that wooden piece, uh, originally they were made out of wood. They would hook up to the cattle so that when they pulled the plow or whatever they were using, it's a yoke. God, the Lord Jesus yoking the whole of his divine Godhead to the chariot of salvation, that's you. Think for a moment how vast his grace is. How firm his faithfulness. How infinite his power and limitless his knowledge. Think for a moment on that. And it's all been hitched up to you. You didn't even know you had a yoke. This is a good yoke. You didn't even know you had a trailer hitch on you. You're pulling because of your salvation, his faithfulness, his grace, his power, his knowledge. It's connected to you. All of these are given to you directly as his child in salvation. You come to know Jesus, this is your portion. This is what you get out of it. All these without reduction of their infinity are covenanted to us as our perpetual inheritance. Somebody ought to say hallelujah. All of it. Without reduction. Right? You, you, you know, it, it's not, moms, have you ever had to stretch a recipe? So you, so you, did, you ran out of milk, so you put in some water because you had to have a little more liquid and you didn't have time to run to the store. All of the gifts of God, all of his fullness, without reduction. It's covenanted to us as our perpetual inheritance. Remember what I said about immutability? God doesn't break his covenant. People are fickle. People are fickle. They change their position based on their emotion. Let me get down to the third main point. Bulletproof. All of the greatness of God is given to us. All of the greatness of God is given to us. The fabulous love of the Savior's heart is every drop of it ours. 
He holds nothing back. Every drop of it is ours. Every sinew in the arm of might is ours. His strength, in other words, it's ours. Do you need strength? Ask him for it. It's at your disposal. He's omnipotent. You don't reduce God by him giving you strength for your situation. He's not lessened because he is limitless. He's not lessened by the fact that he supplies your need. Because he can supply your need, my need, and their need all at the same time. And he's not reduced one bit. The immensity of divine knowledge, it's ours. Do you need wisdom? Ask him. Do you need insight? Call on him. He's not sitting back there saying, well, I'm enjoying watching them fumble around, make a mess out of their life. He's just waiting for you to say, Lord, I need your help. Show me your way. You know what our trouble is most of the time? We don't have time to wait. Oh, we've already traveled so far down the path, it's like we've cornered God now. And he has no options. You took all the options out. You're going to pay a price for some of the, the things you've decided. And you're blaming God. Why won't you show up, Lord? God's up there saying, you shouldn't have drove 100 miles an hour in a 30-mile-an-hour zone. Which one time God would say, that's not my fault. You did that all on your own. Even his divine justice will be employed for us. We make so much in our day and age out of, out of justice. Do you know that God's going to make everything right? He's going to settle all of it. You, you, you may be going through some struggles now. You may be enduring some hardship now. You may not deserve it. Do you know God is going to make it right? We will give an account. Everyone will give an account. Let me move on. Christ, who is the head over every ruler and authority. He said in Colossians 2 verse 10. Christ, who is the head over every ruler and authority. This is how we become bulletproof because he is over every ruler and authority. This is part of that package. Do you know that nothing comes to your doorstep without being filtered through the Father? I know I got to work this a little bit because I can see the wheels turning. Nothing comes to your doorstep, preacher, without being father filtered. That's true. But don't confuse this with God causing things to happen. Don't confuse this with causation. <laughs> the moment Adam took that bite... Sin entered the world. And some stuff happens because you're in, part, you're in a world that's full of sin. And it's not necessarily directly your fault. Now, I just talked about stuff that is your fault. You know, some of the stuff we do, and then we ask God to bail us out. You've cornered God, and you're trying to tell God, why, 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 why my washing machine broke down and God would shout from heaven, it's 20 years old. <laughs> Go buy a new one. God's saying, I didn't build the thing. It's not everlasting. Some things 
are just a product of the society and the world that you are a part of, and you can't change that. You have to manage it. You have to deal with it. Being bulletproof does not mean you have no troubles, that nothing comes to your doorstep that bugs you or bothers you or makes life difficult. There's still going to be some days that when you get up in the morning, you don't want to face the day. But being bulletproof is understanding something different. It's whose you are. His power is our protection. Grab hold of the fact, that fact, that you are not alone today. Let me shout this to all of you that have dealt with COVID over a year now. Psalm 91 is still true. It's still true. A thousand may fall at my side, 10,000 at my right hand, but it'll not come to me. I'm not done because David had something to say about all of this too when he he wrote Psalm 23. Remember that part where he said, yea, I'm going King James on you. Though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. Now listen, hold still for a minute. Where are you walking? Through the valley of the shadow of death. Now, I don't know about you, but that doesn't sound like a good place to to be. It's not like I want to walk in the valley of the shadow of death. I don't want no part with it. But when I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. Why? Why? Because of omnipresence. Because thou... Good Lord, you're with me. That's why I'm able to stand on this truth. That's why I'm able to tell you today, bulletproof. Because of whose I am. It's whose I am. His love is our comfort. His mercy, our solace, and his immutability, our trust. Somebody say, I learned something today. Immutability. He doesn't change. So when he makes a covenant with you, it doesn't change. Doesn't matter what somebody else thinks or does or says. Doesn't matter how you feel. God is immutable. And when he says in his word... Everything that you need for life and godliness. I'm going back to the Second Peter passage now. Everything that you need for life. Did you hear that? Everything that you need for life and godliness. He lavished it upon. Of his own volition, this has been lavished on us. And and this is the good thing about God. He makes no reserves but opens the recesses of the mount of God and and, uh, he, he bids us to dig in its mind for the hidden treasures. That's how God operates. He has no reserves. He, he has no reserves. Well, I, I think I told the early service. Yeah, I told the early service. I didn't tell you all this. When, I talked about my childhood a little while ago. When uh, in, in, in my household when, where I grew up in, I had two older brothers. And, and our mom would go shopping typically on Fridays, payday. And she'd bring home groceries, and almost invariably, she would bring home a bag of those mini Snickers. See, I'm the, I'm the youngest. That means I was, 
in that household, I have a younger brother, but in that household, I, I, uh, I was the youngest and I was tiny and I had bigger brothers. And so you know what I'd do? I'd be the one home when mom was bringing in the groceries. I would go through those bags till I found the bag of mini Snickers. I'd tear that bag open and I'd take about five of them, run into my bedroom and hide them in my dresser. Had me some reserved Snickers. Because I knew they weren't making it through the weekend. But I had me some. God makes no reserves. He holds nothing back. He doesn't have to because he's infinite. He has an infinite supply of everything you could possibly need for any time, any situation, any circumstance. No matter what the devil throws at you, he is more than enough. All, all, all is yours. As he said in the Old Testament to a guy named Nephtali, be satisfied with favor and full of the blessing of the Lord. He said that in Deuteronomy 33, 23. Be satisfied with favor and full of the blessing of the Lord. He says that to you. God doesn't deal in half measures or barely enough. <laughs> you know, we, we have to watch what we do, right? How many do I have in this place that are real budgeters? Come on, lift your hand. I only got like eight. Man, y'all need to take a class on finance. All right, let's try this again because I caught you off guard. How many in this place are real budgets, budgetary? You, you have a budget and you stick to it. Wait a minute. No, let's, let me start over. You have a budget. You have a budget. How many of you have a budget? Leave your hand up. If you, you're tight, you stick to your budget. Leave it up. It's okay. I, I'm so proud of, proud of you. But you, you know, I'm talking to you guys now. You know how you got to watch your budget, right? And you're telling your spouse, if you're the one that's the real budget-minded, you're telling your spouse, we only got $3 this week. We only got $3 you can't go do, you just get, don't stop at Starbucks today. Until we get more money in the bank. All right, so there's a few of you like that. Or you, you know, maybe you don't do the whole budgeting thing, but you actually, actually carry cash. <laughs> and you choose to do that because you know when the cash is gone, that's it. Till more cash comes in. So before we had budgets, that's what we did. God doesn't deal in half measures or barely enough. Everything that you need at all times is always available. There's an infinite supply in God. For everything you could possibly face. Now listen, it includes finances, but don't you dare go down that lane like it only matters that it's finances. Because there's way more to your life than your financial position. Especially those of us trying to do something for the kingdom of God. You need his power. You need his anointing. And there's an infinite supply of that. I'm going to bring it to a close now. It actually says conclusion. You see that word though? Our part. I'm going to take you back to 2 Peter chapter 1 verse 5 now. 
James, you, you went there on Wednesday night. You, you remember me telling you? You're getting, getting ahead of us, brother. I got to preach this stuff. Uh, let me tell you what it says there in that verse. Just the first part. In view of all this, make every effort to respond to God's promises. In view of what? In view of the fact that God has already provided everything you need. That's what he said in the earlier verses. Everything you need for life. He even said righteousness. Everything that you need for life and godliness or righteousness. He supplied it. In view of this, make every effort. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Look at your neighbor right now and say, you play a part. You have not because you ask not. You play a part. Do you know you get what you're expecting? I know we don't like that. But it's, maybe it's because you're just trying to expect a Cadillac when what you need is a change of life. You need God to come in and move in your life and do something bigger than a, an automobile. You get what you're expecting, though. You don't get it. <laughs> you back on the space shuttle, are you, Albert? He, he wants a space shuttle. I guess he's believing God for the clouds. He's, he's, he's up there. We, we play a part in this, church, because it relates to our faith. We play a part. Make every effort. Hear the words. In view of all of this, what's this? Everything that God can supply, everything, every area of your life that he can meet your need, make every effort to respond to his promises. There is effort required on our part. And so here's where I want to go. Are you challenging God at his level of capability? Are you challenging God at his level of capability? When I first came to this church, I turned 25 the week after I arrived. And I came earlier. Some of you don't, know even, don't even know that. But I was an assistant pastor here from 1986 to 91. And when I came here, there was a, a young man. We quickly became friends name is Tom Finn, and uh, he, he and I used to play basketball in the old gym, just the two of us, and I, like I said, I was 25 then, so I was pretty good, and uh, pretty proud of myself, and you know, I, I loved to play. Tom Finn was better than I was. He was about two inches taller, and faster and could shoot better, just straight up could shoot better. Didn't matter how much I tried, he could always perform a notch or two better. The good thing about this, though, was he challenged me. I couldn't sit on my laurels. I couldn't take it easy. I couldn't do less than my very best because he challenged me to always keep improving. Work at it. If I was going to even come close, because if he wanted to serious, especially in the earlier days, he could put me away in a few minutes. And I was pretty good. He was just much better. Why did I say all of that? Why did I tell you that story? Are you challenging God at his capability level? Or are you stuck in what's making you comfortable right now? Are you content with a blooming onion when there's a ribeye in the back with your name on it? Are you sitting comfortably with a little bowl of corn when there's a lobster saying, I'm here? Because God's got some lobsters back here. 
and, and, and we're, we're, we're being satisfied with a, some corn? Please. I love that stuff, but bring on the lobster. All right, Maria, you know what to do. You know how to do it. Can't preach a message titled Bulletproof. If you've been in the United States of America listening to contemporary Christian music for the last three years, you've heard this song. Stand up to your feet. Turn it up a little more, George. Maria. Shake it off now. There's a point. Listen to the words. I used to live like I was under attack. Dodging arrows from my past. I have no hope for tomorrow. Felt so much pressure. Yes, I thought I would crack. But now there's no looking back. I'm moving forward because I know I got my armor now. No fear, no doubt can't shoot me down yet. I got my armor now. No fear, no doubt. Gonna shoot me down, 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 down. Because of you, because of you, and yes, I'm bulletproof. Because of you, because of you, I love it. My soul is untouchable because you've already won me. My victory is nothing but flesh and bone. It's in the cross and I know nobody's taking it from me. I got my armor now, no fear, no doubt, can't shoot me down. Yeah. I got my armor now, no fear, no doubt, gonna shoot me down, 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 down. Say it! You know, there are some songs that when I hear them the first time, I got to work my way through and think, yeah, it grows on you. That one was not one of those songs. The first time I heard it, I thought, that's a good song right there. Someday I'm going to preach a message on it. Today's that day. You're bulletproof because you have Jesus inside of you and you are complete in him. Remember what we said to one another a moment ago? I'm the whole package, dude. You've got everything you need for everything you may ever face at every, any point in your entire life. Let me close this thing out. Really. It's all about who you know. 
Now listen, I'm going to remind you, and you can remain standing. This isn't going to be more than about three minutes. I'm not trying to suggest that you will never have pain or trouble. I am, however, suggesting that being bulletproof is about knowing that whatever you face, you can and will get through it with courage and strength. I'm going to say that last part again. Whatever you face, you can and will get through it with courage and strength. What's the worst thing that can happen to you? I'm serious. The worst thing that happen, can happen to you is that you die. And I know you think that's all tragedy. You go to heaven. <laughs> that's the worst thing that can happen to you. So everything else, you've got courage and strength because God himself says in his word, I am with you always. I want you to understand as a child of almighty God, there's nothing you can or will face that you can't handle. Nothing. Let me give you the translation of what that means for your life. If there's a sea, you can part it. If there's a giant, you can slay it. If there are lions, God will fill them out and fill them up and you're not on the menu. If there's rain, you can stop it. Yeah, these are metaphors. I'm asking you to apply it. To, remember I told you to picture what your biggest obstacle was early in the service. What is your biggest obstacle? What's the biggest thing standing in your way of being all that God wants you to be? And listen, if necessary... God can cause the sun to stop in the sky for a day. What do you got that he can't handle? Here we go. This is the scripture. For I'm bulletproof. For with God, nothing care what the doctor said. With God, nothing is impossible. Look at your neighbor right now and say, I'm with God. How about you? I'm with God. Because with God, nothing is impossible. You're standing Picture that obstacle now. Whatever it is, fear, anxiety, depression, your relationship with your spouse, it's on shaky ground. You've tried. You're exhausted. Your child is wayward. You're exhausted. I'm talking to somebody right now. You got a doctor report and it caused all kinds of stuff to stir up in you. Picture the obstacle. You, you've been trying to kick the porn habit for years. You've been trying to stop drinking alcohol and it's, it's got you bound. Drugs. You, you, you've 
been dealing with immorality in some shape or form, wanting to run with somebody, relationship with somebody you know you ought not to be with, doing things you ought not to be doing. Picture it. When the Word of God says that we are complete in Him, that by our act of choosing Christ in salvation, we receive to ourselves all that we need to walk this life out, all that we need to be a display, a light, a bright light for God in His kingdom. There's nothing too difficult for God. Nothing too big for Him to handle. No situation He cannot pull you through. It may look like an absolute disaster. Do I need to remind you of Moses and the army of Egypt? It looked like a disaster. Do I need to remind you of Daniel and a den of lions? It looked hopeless. You don't get more hopeless than that. So, what are you into that God can't fix? Let me change the wording, that God can't pull you through. What are you dealing with that God can't pull you through? Is it worse than Egyptians on your rear and a sea in your face? Is it worse than a den of hungry lions? Is it worse than those? That's not natural. It's not natural for lions to uh, let a guy sleep with them. It's not natural. These weren't tamed animals. Father, I ask you right now, as these picture their situation and their circumstances, they, they look at, into their scenario, their story. God, give them courage and strength like they've never had. When they walk out of here today, they'll keep singing the song. Keep singing the song. They may not remember all the words, but they'll remember that word. I'm bulletproof. You already got my soul, Lord. <laughs> that means I'm going to heaven. In the worst case scenario, I'm going to heaven. God, we don't have to live in fear of death. You took that away. But more than that, we don't have to fear life because you're with us. You're all powerful and you're all knowing. So you know what I'm dealing with and you know how I have to deal with it. You know what needs to take place and because you're omnipotent, you're all powerful. You can take care of every situation if I will only believe, if I will make every effort to trust you that whatever I'm facing you're more than enough God you're not just enough you're more than enough so God I, I release that thing to you that thing that's entangled my life that thing that's held me captive that stronghold that's kept me I release it to you in the powerful name of Jesus I hope you've enjoyed today's message and that it has been a blessing to you. Thank you for listening in. If you have met Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, would you please connect with us either at our website, www.centralfamily.net, or perhaps give us a call at 610-865-0577. We'd love to hear from you. Also, if this has been that kind of a blessing to you, would you consider blessing us with a financial gift 
to make it possible for us to continue to do what we're doing here in taking the gospel, not only to the Lehigh Valley, but around the world. We want to do our part in reaching the people that God has entrusted to us with the gospel of Jesus Christ. You can help us with your financial gift or sowing a seed to this ministry. God bless you. Have an amazing day. Remember, you can reach us and give through www.centralfamily.net.